0: A rising culinary star, Caroline Wright has developed a way of cooking that's simple enough for kitchen newbies and sophisticated enough for even the most discerning foodie. But she issues up a pretty bold promise. She says you can get a fresh, inventive, easy meal on the table for 20 bucks or less in 20 minutes or less. In fact, the name of her book is The $20 20-Minute 20 Meals. And I should say there's an asterisk on the bottom. Those meals are for 4 People and she's joining me today on Amy's table to talk about just how to do it. Hi, Caroline. How are you? I am so good. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. That is that is quite a promise. And uh, how did you end up finding this sort of streamlined method of cooking?
1: Oh well, I'm pretty lucky. Um, I have a pretty hungry group of friends and. Um, you know, they're all the sort of overworked and underpaid 20-somethings of New York City. And, you know, I just was cooking for them, teaching them simple and delicious and easy ways to cook after, you know, spending my nine-to-five cooking in test kitchens and developing recipes. And the sort of fresh and easy food that I was cooking for them ended up being, you know, these recipes, recipes that I just sort of wrote for fun and um, teaching these new cooks how to cook with, like, interesting ingredients that they might use otherwise you know, um, as replacements for going out um, to dinner.
0: Right, exactly. That's where they started. Well, you know what I like is that you basically say... Listen, just because you can't get steak and roasted potatoes on the table in 20 minutes doesn't mean you have to go with cereal. I like this. It's like, wait, just because you can't do, you know, this pot roast in 20 minutes, there are alternatives. So, you know, you've you've clearly come up with some strategies. And is it the technique, the ingredient, or a little of both?
1: It's definitely a little bit of both. Um, I, I sort of, it also another addition is cooking seasonally. You know, I think that if you use really great ingredients, really fresh seasonal ingredients, cook them quickly, simply. You know, they already bring so much flavor to the table, so there's certainly that. But also, I am not using sort of uh, shortcut ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to use cooking techniques that are inherently quick. Um, so that I'm, you know, trying to bring food to the table that are just meant to come to the table quickly anyway. Not not trying to shorten longer cooking time.
0: Exactly. I, I get that. You're not you're not uh cheating. You're just doing something that makes sense with the time and budget allowed. So what are some of those techniques? Obviously maybe a stir fry, maybe a saute, maybe a
1: yeah, you know, grilling, um, you know, I occasionally love a, a good application of a blender or food processor is a nice time-cutting um, technique, Uh certainly broiling, um, using things that cook quickly, inherently, like I have an entire eggs chapter, because, you know, how much cheaper or quicker cooking can an egg possibly be is pretty great. Um, but, you know, thing to teach you all sorts of things, like uh pizzas, but also using thinner cuts of meat, so they saute up quickly um, or, you know, grill quickly. Um, so just trying to think of ways to shave off time and expense. Um, from as early as like the grocery, the trip to the grocery store, you know, not always just combating it in the kitchen, but also thinking of it early on.
0: You know, Caroline, I have to say as an aside that I one time had to do a throwdown against a very uh, talented chef. And I ended up winning. And I will tell you why I won. I am positive is because I took a flank steak and, thinly thinly sliced it so that i could super quickly turn it into a thai beef salad and he made something far more complex far more elegant far more involved but i made my recipe like four times while he made his once and i believe that's why i won (laughs) so you're right it's like you know think of of how you approach something that you can make it quick because in the real world that's what we've got for to make dinner right we've got that 20 minutes but you mentioned
1: no, absolutely yeah
0: you mentioned eggs is something that you like to work with what are some other ingredients that you think are kind of heavy hitters in the in the quick and and affordable meals
1: well you know I tried um, to, to use some of the ingredients that people expect sure like you know, an awesome spaghetti dish and awesome egg dish. because, you know, a promise for four people, a certain price range, you know, those, those things definitely would fit into a budget-friendly thing. But then I also tried to serve up some things that were a little bit more unexpected, like, you know, maybe getting an awesome salad with some uh, different produce items to the table. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that the focus sometimes is maybe to go out for that ingredient that you've been maybe wanting to use, whether that's, like... Some beautiful white peaches or like using a whole bunch of new herbs that you might have. Um, And maybe that's the thing that you're going to go and seek out. But then really bringing that to the center of the table and showing like
0: showing off that ingredient Mm -hmm. and really
1: being excited and positive about that on your dinner table.
0: And let's face it, white peaches just sound elegant and lovely and it'll make you excited to cook dinner. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Caroline Wright about her book, $20 20 Minute Meals. And you have shared 20 tips, which of course we don't have time to go through right now, but I thought maybe we could touch on some of them. And one that you say is smell your olive oil. <laughs> you want to yes, talk about that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, um,
1: definitely the secret to great tasting food is having fresh ingredients like I've already mentioned. And olive oil actually is still definitely part of that conversation because there's nothing worse than, like, seeking out all these really lovely ingredients from the farmer's market and then, you know, accidentally using a slightly rancid um, olive oil. And I think that a lot of people carry, have oils for a long period of time and don't realize that, in fact, uh, they do go off. So when you, you should smell your olive oil, it should just, you know, smell like olives. I know that sounds pedantic, but it should definitely uh, smell like you'd expect, um, really like green and fresh. And if it doesn't, then definitely don't saute your, you know, beautiful steak in, in that because it will change the flavor a little bit.
0: Sure. And of course, don't necessarily go buy the 10-gallon jug of olive oil. <laughs> Some of those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, if you do,
1: because I I also do buy um, olive oil in bulk and a big gallon, um, a big amount, Um, I um, like to just keep it in a a dark place. Like I keep it, you know, in my pantry, you know, on the bottom shelf Uh and uh, just keep it away from any sort of light or heat.
0: That's a very good tip. The other thing that you talk about is ingredient swaps, reasonable ingredient swaps, and this can paralyze a new cook. If they can't find, say, the the greens that are called for in the recipe, they're like, oh, what do I do?
1: Yeah, you know, if you're afraid of dandelion greens, which I've actually called for in the book, you know, like you've never used them, you can't find them, totally understandable. I'm completely about empowering the cook and wanting, you know, I, I am a recipe developer by both profession and passion, but I also understand that, like, everybody, you know, just because you've bought my cookbook, you might try certain things, but you're going to inevitably adapt what it is that I've made for you, probably to your tastes and preferences. And I totally embrace that. I want that to be the way that you cook. So um, I think that that's where, like, great meals are made, whatever you're comfortable with. And, you know, if you can try a couple new techniques, and I've, I've certainly succeeded in my, my job, but those um, ingredient swaps are certainly a great place to start. Um, so if there's something that, that I've called for that's a little bit out there for you you know starting in a more approachable place even eventually maybe working up to that ingredient will be great but if not then you know you've tried something different maybe a new technique and approached it from a place that makes sense to you
0: yeah i think that's important and you know even though you're encouraging flexibility you give another really i think critical tip and that is read the recipe from beginning to end before you start to cook the first okay. time. That is yeah, so good. key. How many times, if people listening don't admit this, then they're just not telling the truth. How many times have you gotten in the middle of a recipe and it says, add the baked potatoes and your potatoes are raw on the counter? You know, you gotta read it all the way through. You gotta know yeah. what to expect. Well, and that's, that's a
1: really important, um, point for the $20, I mean, the 20 minute promise is that if you don't read the recipe all the way through in the beginning, especially because it's worth mentioning that the recipes are written in a sort of conversational style. Yes. So I'm standing in the kitchen with you and walking you through. And, and, you know, I only mention the arugula when it's meant to be added, um, which is, I think, fun. And, you know, it's like we're on we're on this roller coaster of a recipe together, and it's like a fun conversational way of cooking. But if you haven't read the recipe already, you're going to be running back and forth to your refrigerator, which which definitely tax on time. Um the recipe so you might not make it in the 20 minutes promised if you're like constantly going back and forth
0: right exactly a a little bit of for reading and for understanding not only is going to make the recipe more successful it's going to be more fun well you also bring up a tip that again sounds like well of course but people don't remember to do it and that's taste your food yes absolutely
1: because you know how are you going to know whether it's Season to perfection or needs maybe a little bit more acid or a little bit more you know of this or that if you don't give it a try
0: it's true we have a chef at my cooking school that makes a joke and that is that serving food that you haven't tasted is like driving down the expressway with ray charles <laughs> <laughs> i love, it. And I love one it one of the it's guys who works, it is true well one of the guys who works for me always adds at the wheel, in case anyone doesn't get what we mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's completely true because it's it, it, to, to go along with that metaphor. You might already be in way more trouble than you realize by the time that you've tasted things at the end, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. You've, you've gotta, you've gotta keep up with it a little bit. and yep. you know, taste but as that's you go. So
0: how you learn what you like? It's true. Oh, it's very true. And then here's your last tip, which we're going to close with today, which I really like and probably the best cooking tip anyone could ever offer, and that's ask your friends to bring the wine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's completely true. You know, it's funny. People ask me how to stock a great pantry, and I say, you know, the sort of standard thing, but I say, you know, having a great bottle of olive oil, a good... Um, box of sea salt and a great bar of chocolate are all the best ways to finish any sort of meal, whether it's the plate or the meal itself. And I guess the other secret thir- fourth edition would be you know, a great bottle of wine, and it's completely true. Friends are just an awesome bonus.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Well, it's a Truly, a very good book as it is. It's it is written in that fun conversational style. It's called Twenty Dollar Twenty Minute Meals by Caroline Wright, and Caroline's sharing a recipe with us for. Am I saying this right? Merguez burgers with cucumber dressing. Merguez burgers. Merguez burgers. So delicious. Oh, they sound really good. And believe it or not, you can get these incredibly spiced lamb burgers with a nice little sauce on the table in twenty minutes, under twenty bucks for four people. Caroline Wright, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102.